Christmas, everybody. Uh, it's about midnight here in uh, South Carolina on December 22nd. So this might be the 23rd. It's been a long time. It's been a long time since we uh, we had a podcast, but everything's going good right now. I'm currently watching a football game, an American football game, to my European friends uh, between Army and Missouri. Um, so it might be a little distracting, but you might hear it in the background. But it's Christmas. This whole episode's going to be a Christmas-themed and New Year's-themed. So uh, I think I'm gonna be I think I'm gonna be rating my favorite Christmas movies today, and maybe talk about some New Year's resolutions I have. So hope you guys enjoy. So Christmas movies, uh. Let's let's take a look at some of the uh, Christmas movies that I see on Google right now. So if you ever if you actually look up Christmas, you know what like you would think, well maybe they'll be talking about like the the normal Christmas movies. No, they have the night before rated R movie with Joe with uh, Seth Rogen, and uh, let's see Anthony Mackie and Joseph Gordon Levitt. Oh, never heard of it. But they have. Claws, never heard of it. A very Harold and Kumar Christmas. Unfortunately, I have heard of it. It's a good movie, though. Uh, Daddy's Home. Uh, I've watched that. I don't really consider it a Christmas movie, though. Bad Santa, watch that. Why him? Great movie. Uh, but none of these movies really talk about what I really envision a Christmas movie. Like, to me, let's see I might even make a list, but like the number one overall Christmas movie for me is It's a Wonderful Life. Great movie. Like a hundred percent a must watch on Christmas. Um like what about you guys? What, what, what if you don't like if you have never seen It's a Wonderful Life, I'm telling you right now, stop this podcast. I do not care if I get to view and watch It's a Wonderful Life because it is a beautiful movie. And I don't actually I think it actually um failed in the box office. Like uh when they released it, it did really bad. Like the director didn't want his name on it, but then as time progressed, then like people really, really wanted to watch the movie. Uh, so that's always a good one. Uh, the Grinch is a good one. Uh, Jim Carrey's Grinch. I feel like when God made Jim Carrey, he gave Jim Carrey like a customable, like a customizable, uh, like personality. Because that man is such a diverse actor. You know, he's just really, really funny. Oh, the Medea Christmas is on this list. <laughs> Never seen that movie. Uh, I don't really think I want to. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Great movie. Great movie. Must watch on Christmas Day. Rudolph is another one that you must watch on Christmas Day. But another one of my personal favorites is A Christmas Story. Now, if you guys have ever seen A Christmas Story, it is just super good. I mean, super good. Uh, very traditional. Like a very traditionalized uh, movie. That and Home Alone. Home Alone is a movie that, like, my family needs to watch. Um, and Four Christmases with Vince Vaughn's pretty good. Uh, very, very good. Just very good movies, you know. Uh, and, like, sometimes it's hard to have the Christmas spirit. Like, I saw this thing on Insta today. It said, um, this December is not Decembering as well as the other Decembers have Decembered. And for some reason, that tongue twister sounds just like what this year's been. <laughs> Uh, 2021, let's be honest with ourselves, when 2020 came, we were like, 
it, it can't get worse. Then 2021 happened, and it didn't get worse, but it hasn't gotten better. You know, at least we're able to go outside our house and enjoy it. Um, we're able to, some of us are able to have a Christmas with our family. And, uh, which you gotta understand, you know, COVID still was a rough, was a rough time, but, you know, it's still hard to isolate from people, isolate from your family. And, um, you know, it, it got rough, but, uh, 2021, a little bit of reopened, you know, a little bit more normalcy, uh, came back and, uh. You know, now here I am today talking about Christmas movies on a podcast to upload once every blue moon. But, you know, it's, we, you know, we're still rocking. You know, it's, it's still a beautiful life. You know, we're, we're here on this planet for a very short time. Why not, you know, live it to the most? Uh, so, anyways, let's take a look at more Christmas movies they have up here. If you have seen one of the followings, please... Uh, tweet me at Garrett underscore Huggins. Let's see. Black Christmas. I don't think I've ever seen that one. Uh, do, 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 do. Mixed Nuts. I don't think I've ever seen Mixed Nuts. Sounds like a weird uh, a weird one. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Alright, let's see. How about... We're No Angels. A 1955 not rated movie. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Here's a description. After breaking out of prison on Devil's Island, Joseph and his two cohorts flee to a nearby town and hide in a shop run by kind-hearted Felix and his wife. The three men plan to rob the store and board a ship the next day, but they soon change their mind after sharing Christmas dinner with their family. What they learn of their family's financial troubles, the convicts decide to carry out a few good deeds. Hmm. Alright, I've never seen that movie, but it has a 7.5 on IMBD, so that must be pretty good. Uh, Let's see. Alright, if you have seen National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, how about we talk about National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation 2. That's right, not 1, 2. Randy Quaid is, is the main character, with Miriam Flynn, Dana Byrne, and Jake Thomas. But Ed Ashner still in it. Uh, after being fired just before Christmas, Cousin Eddie and his family must survive the elements of each other. And after becoming shipwrecked on a tropical island at Halloween to, at a holiday time. So, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation got uh, very popular because everyone related to it. This one, however, very <laughs> doesn't sound very relatable. Uh, let's. Uh, that sounds like a not a very good movie. Has a 2.10 on IMVD, but 58% of Google users like the movie, so... Huh. Let's take a look at Medea Christmas. I feel like Medea Christmas is just Medea celebrating Christmas. Uh, oh, Larry pa- Larry the Cable Guy's on here. <laughs> Must be a great movie. Um, Medea accompanies her niece, Eileen, to a small town of Buck Tussle to pay a surprise visit to Eileen's daughter, Lacey, who has refused to come home for Christmas. The real reason Lacey's avoiding her judgment mother Oh my bad. The real reason is Lacey's avoiding her judgmental mother is that she is secretly married to Connor, a white classmate from college. When Eileen and Medea arrived at Lacey's farm, she tells him that Connor is an employee, but her lie soon spins out of control. Okay. 
budget on that movie was $25 million, but the box office grossed in around $53.4 million. Wow. That is crazy. Like, genuinely crazy. The new... Have you seen the old Grinch? Because the new Grinch apparently is not very good. Uh, I don't know. I, I've heard mixed reactions. Um, I've heard mixed reactions. Benedict Cumberbatch is one of the uh, is like the main actor, and he's a pretty good actor. Pharrell Williams is in there. What does he do? Keenan Thompson. What? There's some. That's some pretty talented actors, voice actors in there. That's crazy. All right, let's take a look. Let's this Fat Man. <gasps> Fat Man. All right. So Fat Man is a movie uh, to save his declining business. Chris Kringle, also known as Santa Claus, is forced into a partnership with the United States military. Making matters worse, Chris gets locked into a deadly battle of wits against a highly skilled assassin hired by a uh, what? Does that say a precious twelve-year-old? After receiving a lump of coal in a stocking. That has a 45% on Rotten Tomatoes. What? Oh, okay. How about this? I know this movie is not a Christmas movie. But the new Spider-Man is freaking fantastic. Okay, I watched it with my brother. I'm not going to give any spoilers. But if you are a Marvel fan and you like Spider-Man, I'm telling you right now, that movie is so good, okay? Like, I was sitting there with my jaw on the ground the entire, like, the entire time I was just glued to the screen. Uh, I mean, absolutely fantastic film. Uh, when they put Zendaya as MJ, I feel like that was casting, like, per that was a perfect casting. The chemistry between her and Tom Holland were already just perfect, and then they put that in there, it's just amazing, simply amazing, uh, Christmas movies have, have definitely gone rogue, uh, but I'm glad to see Hollywood is still making really good movies. Alright, so in 2022, okay, so I'm not gonna lie to you guys, is it gonna be a better year 2021? I don't know, uh, but at the end of the day, it's up to us. You know, we can change 2022. You know, we can make it as good as we want it. We can make it as bad as we want it. Uh, so let's let's try to make it a great year. All right. I, I feel like that's something that we all we all can do. Um, so I was thinking of New Year's resolutions, and I think the very common ones. Uh, let's see. Very top five. Okay. Most common ones go like this. Get organized. People want to get organized. You know, they want to. Uh, you know, just get organized, just get their stuff in order, get their stuff in order. Uh, number two, n number two, learn a new skill or hobby. Not gonna lie to you guys, so I can play the guitar, the mandolin, and the bass, and a little bit of piano. Um, so I can play all that, but the one instrument I really want to learn how to play is the violin. I really want to know how to play the violin, and uh, that is something that I'm putting in my New Year's resolution is to buy a violin and to learn how to play a violin. Um, however, uh, so I guess I kind of fall into that. The third one is boring. Live life to the fullest. Listen, if that's your New Year's resolution, you are lame. You are, you are lame 
and uh, you are if you fail that, then congratulations, you had a bad year. I mean, that's I mean, it's just boring. It's just boring. Uh, number three, save more money, spend less money. Uh, save more money, spend less money. Yeah, I mean that's that's a good one to have. I'm a college student, so I don't really have any money to spend. But uh, yeah, I mean I, I can understand that. And number five, quit smoking. Well, uh, I don't smoke, but I could definitely see how people can use that as a New Year's resolution. That's a that's a good one to have. Um, mine, like I said, I want to learn uh, how to play the violin. I want to get more confident in myself because I feel like I'm, I'm gaining confidence. Uh, as you can tell from the first podcast, it was a little, it was it was rough, but the second one, uh, I picked up a little confidence. And I feel like this one's a pretty good one so far. Um, the th- second one is to lose, or third one is to lose thirty pounds. So last year, my news resolution was to lose thirty pounds, and I actually did it. Uh, so I want to lose another thirty pounds because. I'm a big boy. I'm not gonna lie to you. I have a lot of girth, uh, so I wanna I wanna lose those thirty pounds and just get to the point where I live a more healthy lifestyle. Uh, because that's important. You know, I'm com I'm comfortable in my body, but I know it's not good for me. And so I, I really want to lose the thirty pounds and just kind of, you know, keep keep it going. And that that involves eating cleaner. You know, I don't want to eat. I want to cut down the amount of fast food I eat. You know, um, to my European friends in America, we eat a lot of fast food, including, you know, McDonald's, Wendy's, Zaxby's, Bojangles. Man, in South Carolina, there's so many. Like, there's this one road uh, called 501 where I'm from. And, dude, you can get so much food in that one road that it's ridiculous. You want breakfast, go to McDonald's or Bojangles. You want uh, lunch, go to Wendy's. You want dinner, go, go to KFC, go to Zaxby's. Uh, you want dessert? Go to Tasty Freeze. I mean, like, there is so much food you can get just on this one road. And it's so much more convenient than just making, you know, food at the house. And I'm not that bad of a cook or chef. It's just I'm lazy. And uh, so I want to focus more on making my own food, eating cleaner food, uh, working out more. Uh, I have a hernia right now. Uh, I was doing a workout, and I got a hernia. Uh, But it, it don't hurt. I'm getting it fixed in early January so uh, y'all say some prayers for me as I go into surgery I send some good vibes my way you know I really me and my family really need it but it won't be anything too bad they're just fixing it um but I want it once I get that fixed I'm gonna wait a, a little bit I want to get a gym membership at, at like a planet fitness or, or maybe a gym around the areas like a local gym um those are some just mine you know uh tell me yours uh Send me a tweet at Garrett underscore Huggins on uh, Twitter, you know, because I, I want to know. I want to know what you guys are like. I want to. I want to get to meet you guys and get to uh, fully understand you guys and fully know you guys. I have a very diverse group of listeners. Uh, I have like a lot of diverse uh, listening uh, listeners. We talk about some news stories. Uh, Let's see. The NPR says Canada taps into a strategic reserves to deal with the massive shortage of maple syrup. <laughs> That's right. Uh, while gas pri- it says while gas prices have pushed President Biden to tap into the U.S. strategic oil reserves, 
America's neighbor to the north is also dealing with a shortage of another so-called liquid gold. Oh, MP. Who's, who wrote this? Who wrote this? Michael Levitt. Dude, that was a good one. So, the Quebec maple syrup producers recently announced it was releasing 50 million pounds of its strategic maple syrup reserves, about half of the total stockpile. Wow. How much? Imagine that much syrup. That is crazy to think about. 50 million pounds of syrup reserves. That is, wow. You know, how do you get, how do you, how does a human being, how does a country, how much people are in Canada? To my Canadian listeners, I'm sorry, but Canada population. All right. So Google says, about 38 million? Really? As of when? Oh, as of Tuesday, uh, December 21. 21, I'm so tired. December 21st, 2021. Uh, Canada has 38,227,506 people. How are you guys using that much maple syrup? I mean, that's insane, guys. I mean... Take it from me. I mean, I'm a this fat guy talking out of you know South Carolina, but holy cow, that is a lot of maple syrup. Uh, maple syrup is made from the sap from maple trees, which is traditionally harvested by installing a metal tap into a tree's trunk. You know, my family actually went to Vermont to see my aunt graduate from Dartmouth, and uh, it's in that weird little area between Vermont and New Hampshire. Um, but. They actually said they stopped by a few, like, areas. They stopped by a few areas, and they said um, they really enjoyed it. They said uh, it, it's a beautiful area, but they had, uh, what you might call it, uh, maple syrup trees and those little, like, maple syrup things. They had that inside of, uh, like, in these little forest areas where you can get your own maple syrup, and they got their own maple syrup and said it was pretty good. Uh that's that's pretty that's pretty cool guys. I mean like fifty billion that's wild. Alright, let's see a new story. Two zebras who escaped from a Maryland farm are back after months on the run. This is by Jonathan Franklin. Uh two Maryland zebras that escaped the farm in mid August have returned uh to their herd. Could you guys imagine like driving down the road and like uh just driving down the road and then you take a look at you right, and you just see two zebras just running right next to your car. Like that, would, I would, I think I'd honestly like, like shark myself thinking about that. Uh, it says in a statement t- obtained by NPR, the Prince George's County, Maryland Department of the Environment said that the roaming zebras returned sometime last week. You know, they were gone. They were gone, and they couldn't find them. They returned. What? That is crazy. Uh, the officials say neither of the United States Department of Agriculture nor the Prince George County's animal services were involved in the return of zebras. So these zebras were runaway zebras, and they came back on their own terms. They're just like, okay, time to go back. <laughs> it's just like, what? I mean, that's that's pretty bad security. <laughs> Let's see what else. Associated Press. 
talked about a uh, major food chain in Thailand. It's called Crazy Happy Pizza. Um, they have a product. Okay, it's a pizza. It's just a pizza, but it has a cannabis leaf pen on it. Uh, it's completely legal, but it will not get you high. So you are eating cannabis on a pizza, but it will not get you high. I repeat that. You are eating cannabis, but it will not get you high. Uh, they said veterans of a backpacker trail familiar with the legendary pizza parlors in neighboring Cambodia's capital uh, that offer powerful marijuana as an optional condiment might feel downright cheated. Of course they cannot get high. The general manager of the pizza company said in an interview this week, it's just a marketing campaign and you can taste the cannabis and then if you have enough, maybe you might get a bit sleepy. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but if I ever wanted to uh, consume a pizza with uh, cannabis on it, I would hate it. Absolutely hate it if I was just eating cannabis and did not get high. Uh, that sounds like something out of a stoner dream, you know, um, but... I don't know. They don't really sound appetizing to me. What do you guys think? You think that, you think that, that sounds good? Because, like, I mean, cannabis pizza. I'm looking at a pic. It looks like a, like a, it looks more like a pizza. It looks more like a, um, like a pot pie. It has, like, onions and mushrooms and there's no sauce. There's no sauce. That's, there's no sauce. It's like a stew. There's no cheese or anything. It's just like a beef stew with a pot leaf on it. I mean, that. But then again, I haven't really seen what real pizza looks like. I mean, that's. I don't know what that is. Y'all look that up. That. Tell me if y'all eat that, because I don't know if I'd eat that. Don't really look too good to me. Don't look too appetizing. But, I mean, cannabis pizza. Sounds, that sounds pretty gross tonight. I mean, I had pizza today. Uh, I had New York style, but. Uh, cannabis pizza that's, that's a new low that's a new uh or new high i mean like i mean that you go from you know having a munchies to eat pizza to eating pizzas that i guess i won't give you the munchies because i don't know that guys that, that's weird to me speaking of listeners let me tell you guys this um one thing i always said is that i never want to put ads in this and I never will. Uh, I purely do this just so we can just get good vibes. Um, and to you guys, I'm sorry. I have not been the greatest content creator. Um, you know, my I've been maybe a little spontaneous the way I post videos. You know, I, I, I used to be post them once a month. Now I post like once a blue moon. But um, I'm sorry. Uh, my, you guys come from all different countries. I've gotten one, gotten a few listeners from America, uh, but most of my listeners come from Europe. Um, they come from Germany. Uh, they come from Italy. They come from, uh, the United Kingdom. Uh, they I mean, they come from France. They come, and I got some from Australia, uh, different, completely different continent, uh, in North America, I got uh, Canada, America, and thank you guys. Uh, it's good to know that this awkward kid from South Carolina can communicate to you guys. Um, 
we might not have a lot of stuff in common. You know, we might have different walks of life. But I'm saying it from the bottom of my heart. I thank you so much from sticking with me and listening to my uh, stupid little podcast I do at, you know, 12 o'clock at night. Um, you guys don't know how much it means for me to look online and see that I have a lot of some listeners. Uh, but I thank you. Uh, sincerely, I thank you. Uh, I'm not going anywhere. I'm going to try to routinely uh, post stuff on here because I enjoy doing it. This is something I just enjoy doing. You know, and I'm going to try to do it more often. But I just really wanted to, before I close this out, just to tell you guys thank you. You know, you you guys know how to make me feel special. And um, hopefully as time goes on and I upload more, you know, hopefully we get to spread more. Um, but like I said, I never want to make money off this podcast. And uh, you could save this in case like something happens and, you know, my podcast goes crazy. There's crazy numbers, but I never want to make money off this podcast. I only do this so I can communicate with you guys and talk to you guys. And, you know, hopefully as time goes on, you know, we get to know each other more. Um, but this will be the end of this podcast uh, for today. Uh, I want to thank you guys for just sticking around and listening. And um, like I said, hopefully I can get back on a routine uh, now that, you know, I'm on the back burner school. So... Thank you guys from the bottom of my heart for sticking around. And uh, this is your boy, Gary Huggins, uh, signing out. Uh, I love you, God loves you, and God bless.